and handed them over, eyes going wide as Krista cut one of them in two, braided half into the lower section, and used the other half to tie off the top. Is that for me? she whispered. Freeing the plate with a quick snip that gave the pony a mini mohawk, Krista said, It sure is, kiddo. Hold out your wrist. The horsehair bracelet was a perfect fit, and she fastened it in place by tying the ribbon ends into a fat bow. You can have your mom take it off for showers and such, or even for you to tuck away back home. You don't have to wear it all the time, but this way you'll still have a part of him with you. Claire touched the bracelet, tracing her fingers over the wiry gray braid. Then she smiled, making rare eye contact. Thank you. How could the words sound so small, yet make Krista feel so big? Grinning, she said, that's not all. Watch this. Taking the other ribbon, she sectioned off an inch of mane right behind the pony's furry little ears and began a second braid, this time working the ribbon in about halfway down, so the pink with the purple and white polka dots showed alongside the gray. When she reached the bottom, she tied off the braid with a bow that matched the one on the bracelet. See? Now he won't forget you either. Eyes wide and round, Claire touched the braid, then leaned in to wrap her arms around Marshmallow's neck. Pressing her face into his mane, she whispered, I'll be back, I promise. As the little girl reluctantly pulled away, the barn doors rolled open wider, and Claire's mom, Vicky, stepped through, blinking as her eyes tried to adjust to the shadows. Krista, are you in there? Did you find— Aha! Her features relaxed as she zeroed in on her daughter. We figured you might have snuck back out here, Missy Claire. What were you doing, trying to see if you could smuggle a pony home in your suitcase? Krista chuckled. I think the TSA might have noticed. I would have paid the overweight charge, Vicky said piously. What have you got there? she asked her daughter, noticing the bracelet. As Claire crossed to her mother and held up her wrist, measured bootfalls rang from the other end of the barn, where a covered walkway connected the newer, guest-friendly structure to the older barn. Krista turned, expecting to see her head wrangler, Foster, even though he was supposed to have left half an hour ago. Running late, she called. I thought, oh. She stalled when a stocky form stumped through the doorway. As eyes the same blue as her own landed on her and narrowed, she reoriented. Hey, Gramps, how's it going? Wearing jeans, a faded, long-sleeve work shirt, and a layer of trail dust that said he'd gone out riding early, Big Sky didn't look much different from when Krista was Claire's age and had been his constant shadow. Back then, he had put her up in the saddle in front of him and called her his best little cowgirl. Now he just gave her a sour look and said, Where's Foster? It was stupid to be disappointed. She and Big Sky were getting along better these days with him helping her out by managing the Over the Hill Gang, a herd of retirees and rescues that had taken over the top pasture. But that didn't stop her from wishing things could go back to the way they had been between them. Then again, Jenny always said she was the stupid optimist of the two of them. As far as Krista's twin sister was concerned, Krista either needed to challenge their gramps to a duel, boxing gloves in the bonfire pit maybe, or seeing who could go eight seconds on Buck the Bull, or grow a thicker skin. Doing her best to channel a tough-skinned armadillo, Krista said, Foster is probably halfway to the water park by now. He and Shelby are chaperoning Lizzie's class trip. 
A few years ago, that would have sounded like the biggest whopper ever told at Mustang Ridge, but these days her alpha male head wrangler was married and fully domesticated. Bueno needs a shoe tack back on, Big Sky grumbled. Guess I can do it myself. Wait! Stifling visions of herniated discs and her gramps in traction, he was not a good patient. She thought fast. Nick should be dropping Jenny off any minute. He can do it. And charge us out the wazoo, no doubt, Big Sky said with a cattleman's typical reaction to the thought of calling the vet for something simple. Even if that vet was married to his other granddaughter and had to be reminded repeatedly to Bill Mustang Ridge, but he tacked on, Any minute, you said? They're on their way. Fine. Tell him to meet me by Bueno's stall. He nodded to Vicky and Claire. Ladies? Then he thumped back the way he had come, muttering about vets thinking they knew how to shoe horses, and how when he'd run the place, he'd had a dozen cowboys working for